You're listening to Marcus Sahaba Online Radio Podcast. Four minutes after nine Central African time. Let's welcome the listeners who has just joined us in right now on our program, The Discussion. Many, many, many listeners were waiting for the discussion, and many, many, many daddies were asking uh, Morana Arafat what our topic this evening. And I said, the topic is, how do we, we as the Ummah of Nabi Kareem sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, how do we connect with Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala as we approaching the beautiful Blessed month of the month of Ramadan. We're going to be asking our beloved, honorable, respected Fadilatul Ustad, who will be giving us some words of wisdom. How do we approach for the month of Ramadan, my beloved listeners out there? Are we ready for the month of Ramadan? Let's go and hear it from our beloved Ustad, all the way from Ladysmith. Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. Wa alaikum assalam wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. Ahlan wa sahlan wa marhaban. Beautiful program with the kiddies. Ameen. And may Allah wa ta'ala make them the coolness of our eyes. Ameen. And I think the greatest gift and the greatest ni'mah that we could, inshallah, grant to our children is ilmi nafi and akhlaqi karima. Mm. And if we start at a young age, and we groom them, inshallah, al-aziz, wa lil muttaqina imama, Allah ta'ala will take great leadership qualities from them. Hmm. Allah Akbar, subhanAllah Beautiful topic, Mahana, alhamdulillah What preparations are we making for the month of Ramadan? Inshallah, before we start, just a few minutes on Zuroon and Salaam on Rasulullah Sallallahu alayhi salatu salam And we start with our topic Alhamdulillah <coughs> Alhamdulillahi wa kafa wa salamun ala ibadihi alladheena sfafa أما بعد فأعوذ بالله من الشيطان الرجيم بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم قال الله تعالى في القرآن المجيد والفرقان الحميد إن الله وملائكته يصلون على النبي يا أيها الذين آمنوا صلوا عليه وسلموا تسليما وقال تعالى في مقام ناقر إن المسلمين والمسلمات والمؤمنين والمؤمنات والمؤمنين والمؤمنات والقانتين والقانتات والصادقين والصادقات والصادقات والصابرين والصابرات والخاشعين والخاشعين والخاشعات والمتصدقين والمتصدقين والمتصدقات والصائمين والصائمين والصائمات والحافظين فروجهم والحافظات والذاكرين الله كثيرا والذاكرات أعد الله لهم مغفرة وأجرا عظيما قال النبي صلى الله عليه وسلم المرء ما من أحبه وقال النبي صلى الله عليه وسلم ابكوا فإن لم تبكوا فتباكوا صدق الله مولانا اللظيم سبحان الله Respected brothers and sisters in Islam, Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuhu. And indeed, it's a wonderful topic and such a beautiful way to kickstart mm. the beautiful month of Rajab, Shaban, and Ramadan. And may Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala grant us tawfiq. Because life is short. We have great responsibilities, and inshallah, 
if we get our focus and needs right. <clears throat> and one of the most important thing to start off with is amr bil ma'ruf wa nahi anil munkar. If you want to kickstart the beautiful month of Ramadan, this ayat of the Quran should be in front of you all the time. To enjoin good and forbid the wrong. It is a focal point in Sharia. If you want to head towards taqwa, ikhlas, ihsan, and raza bil qada, then the most important component is this beautiful ni'mat that Allah has given us, this responsibility and duty, or farmaya, amr bil ma'roof means to instruct and enjoin good deeds, talk about it, encourage others to do, khud nek bano, dusro ko bhi nek banao. Be good yourself and help others to be good. And nahi anil munkar, and forbid the wrong, if you see something that's wrong, something that is un-Islami, khilaf-i sunnat, Stop it. It's one of the most important pillars of Islam. That is why Allah Ta'ala gave you and me the, the title of Khairul Umam, the best of nation, the best of Ummah, mm. because it is such a great responsibility, and unfortunately, we are falling short. The important thing for the preparation of Ramadan is let's correct our niyyat. Mm. Just understand the life of the Sahaba Kiram before Nabuat. What life did they lead? And the Shaira said, Khutnati Juraper. Sahaba Kiram had no idea of what Islam and Iman was. Khutnati Juraper. Those who are not on the path of Haq and Siratul Mustaqeen, with the sohbet of Rasulullah, with the companionship of Rasulullah, they became guides for the entire Ummah. What was the secret? What was the power? What was the spice? Those who were dead and finished gave life to them and gave them some worth in this world. It was the sohbat of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. So respected brothers, Allah has given you and me the beautiful title of Khairul Umam. We need to live up to this expectation every day of our lives. Or deen ki tabliq, we have to disperse the message of Islam throughout the world. Allah is going to ask us on the day of Qiyamah. And remember, respected brothers, the guide is the Quran. Alaykum bi sunnati wa sunnati al rashidin The Quran is the best wealth. Quran is a living book. Bimar insan ke liye tambi hai. When a person is sick, if he looks at the Quran, he reads the Quran, he understands the Quran, Allah will give him shifa. And sometimes sickness, when Allah sends sickness upon you, it is a warning sign. You know, before an engine gets in tr- into trouble, the computer box will alert you in advance. Uh-huh. Stop the vehicle. See? So bimari bi, sickness from Allah, ye insan ke liye tambi hai. It's a warning sign, oh my banda, straighten your life. Come back to me, maafi maangilo, tawba karo. It's a warning sign from Allah ta'ala. Before you can die, die. Means prepare for moth. And it is beautiful, he said, If you do wrong things, Allah will never give you izzat and respect. And whenever you do a good deed, no disgrace will come. The respected brothers, that being, Alhamdulillah, 
the message before we start this beautiful topic. One more thing I want to say, Mard Kaam Ke Liye Hai. Allah created man to make mehnat, to work, to earn and look after his family. Or aurat ko aram ke liye. Allah has created women, inshallah, for rest, Haq. eat, and common harmony. So inshallah, if we give each one their rights and fulfill it, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will definitely make this beautiful journey to the month of Ramadan. Mm. A wonderful journey. Number two, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has given us this heart. And Nabi Kareem sallallahu alayhi wa sallam said, Khairukum atwalukum a'maran wa ahsanukum a'malan. Khairukum atwalukum a'maran. The best amongst you are those who Allah has given a long life. So subhanallah, Mulana, they have so many people they are in the late 70s, some of them are in the late 80s, some of them in the 90s. Mubarak bath to them. Mm, Allah. But Allah has given them such a long life. Mm, I mean. But the power behind it, وَأَحْسَنُكُمْ أَعْمَالًا mm. If Allah gives you a long life and your amals are good, and you have very good deeds, it's a great ni'mat from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And in another hadith, Nabi Kareem sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, and the most respected mu'min, mm is who who has good akhlaq. And he who is good to his family, wife, and children. So the effort for Ramadan is not individual, Morana, it's a teamwork. <laughs> so we need to set an agenda. We need to have a program drafted out before we start and commence for the month of Ramadan. So inshallah, the freezers are full, Mulana. I don't know about your house. <laughs> See, <laughs> subhanAllah, in the lockdown period, long before Ramadan and Rajab has come in, people have already packed their freezers, subhanAllah. <laughs> Good gesture, near. Alhamdulillah, we want to provide iftar and suhoor to our family members. So subhanAllah, we made preparations and tayari. Allah reward the mothers. Ameen. Alhamdulillah, the niyat is noble, and we really give them, alhamdulillah, deal. But what about preparing for our akhirat and worrying about that our families also join us together in ibadat, in good work, and inshallah, worshipping Allah as he ought to be worshipped. There's a saying, Ye karwa it is good the truth. What is it, Mulana? Mm. We have to, our relationship with Allah in our relationship with our family. It's a bitter truth. What is it? There are some relationships that we share, Malana. It's like a house that you are renting. Some relationships are like a house that you are renting. You can bet beautify that house how much you want. <laughs> that will never be your house. It's a bitter truth. Allah Akbar. So indeed, beautifully said, humans are truly extreme in their love of worldly gain. Allah Pak is saying, Wa innahu li hubbil khairi la shadeed. So in the month of Ramadan, we have to work hard on the heart. And in the books of Tafsir, it's written that Allah Ta'ala has mentioned 13 types of heart in the Quran. And that denotes towards 13 types of people, their behavior and their amal, what they do. Hmm. The first heart that Allah Ta'ala mentioned, 13 different types of heart, the qualities of the heart. 
for the month of Ramadan. Now let's study. You have to clean this heart, Mangana. As I said, you know, before Eid, mashallah, the mothers and sisters, they want to do spring cleaning at home. Mashallah, Eid is coming, there's a wedding. Mashallah, we want to cleanse everything. Mm. Everything should be up to date. So if you really want to enjoy the spirit of Ramadan, Allah's mercy, His fazl, His karam, and everything that Allah offers in the month of Ramadan, then let's make this heart clean. Let's polish this heart so it can be an excellent recipient of the mercy of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Now let's see, Mawana. It's senseless you and me crying to Allah. We in tahajjud, we in dua, we in zikr, we in charity. But if you look at our akhlaq and behavior, much to be desired. As it is said, an intelligent person learns from others' mistakes. If I'm intelligent and I see what is happening around me, I won't make the same mistake. I will learn from that mistake. But the problem is that we keep the mistake within us because we want to judge people. We want to talk ill about people. We want to belittle people. We want to speak ill about people. How will Allah's marifat, rahmat, and mercy and forgiveness come on to us? Well, now there's two things that causes great pain in life. <clears throat> One, <clears throat> who you don't love, <clears throat> to stay with them. You asked the question this morning, the brother says, you know what, Molana, I want to drive my car into a wall on the suicide. Allahu Akbar. See, this is what my wife has done to me. She cheated on me. She broke my heart. Mm. So two things in life <clears throat> causes great pain. Is that who you don't love sometimes, you have to stay with them. You're staying in a loveless marriage, Mulana. There's no respect. There's no other. There's no rights being fulfilled of each other. Mm. It's a very painful situation. Plus, you're saying that you have to sleep in the same room. You have to sleep on the same bed. But there is no love. Allah. So two things in life cause great pain. What is it? Mm. You don't love Mulana to stay with them. It's a reality. It's a fact. And maybe some of your listeners will come on screen now. And number two, whom you love to stay with, to stay without them. No, 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 you miss your wife, you miss your children, mm. you miss your parents, because you love them so much, you cannot stay without them. Ask those who miss their parents, mm. ask those who miss their spouses. MashaAllah, no, no, it's great pain. You're longing for them, you're crying for them, you want to see them, you want to be with them. But if inshaAllah, you want to prepare for Ramadan. Mm. Let's cleanse this heart. Let's take out the, the filth. Let's take out the germs of the heart. First thing Allah Ta'ala says in the Quran, in Surah Hujarat, فَتَبَيِّنُ إِنْ جَاءَكُمْ فَاسِكُمْ بِنَبَئِنْ فَتَبَيِّنُ We love to spread news on social media. Whatever we lakir ke we don't investigate, we don't check. I want to be the first one to send it out as if I'm going to get a gold medal and a certificate. Mm. See? And the information is wrong. So, inshallah, to make our society a lovable society, that way we could live with muhabbat and peace and do our ibadat with peace. It's senseless to me reading namaz, Mawlana, when my heart is full of malice. My heart is full of hatred. So in Surah Hujurat, Allah Rabbul Alameen has revealed these verses to show to the ummah <coughs> how to live in society. First and foremost, Allah Ta'ala says in the Quran, as I said, فَتَبَيِّنُ Investigate the information that comes to you. Don't accept any information until you have the source from who it comes 
where it comes, and inshallah, and you have the permission to forward that message. This is what social media has done. Destroyed people. <laughs> Destroyed people's life. Caused such great belief in the life of people. This Wi-Fi has destroyed us. One of the first thing we go now, whether it's a hotel or somebody's house, you got Wi-Fi. What's the code? What's the password? How is that true? Is that not true, Mangana? Hundred percent, Ustad. First of all, just asking your career and how you are, all that is forgotten. First thing you enter that house, do you have a Wi-Fi? Or can I please have the password? And we think we're doing great. We lost connecting with our parents, with our wives, our children, and society. 24 hours with that phone. And you are going to, you see on the day of Qiyamat, Allah is going to give you your amal nama. See? In your right hand. Mm. And Allah Ta'ala will say, Ikra kitabuk. Now open your file and read the result. Kafa And today, justice will be meted out. Mm. So let's not destroy time. Time and zamana are two things. And if we are not going to be in preparedness, we are going to miss the boat again this Ramadan. So let's come back. That if we want to really prepare for the month of Ramadan, so all these negative things that we have in us, we need to cleanse our heart of it. So this heart can be an excellent receiver of Allah's Mukhfirat and Allah Ta'ala's Marifat. So number one, investigate the information before you forward it or spread the message. Number two, Allah says, make peace. Forgive each other. Extend the hand of friendship. Extend the olive branch, whatever you want to call it. I'm not talking to my wife. I'm getting up for tahajjud. I'm reading Quran. Mm-hmm. I'm not talking to my parents. I'm not talking to my son, to my daughter. I'm not talking to my uncles, my aunts, my neighbors. And I'm making ibadah to Allah. You think Allah is going to accept our du'a? No. And what does it cost you and me to say to your Muslim brother or sister, please make me maaf, I'm sorry. But you see that ego and shaitaniyat and nafsaniyat that's inside us is the big stumbling block. Mm. Why must I make peace? Say but. I'm better than <clears throat> him. I didn't start the fight. I didn't make the state. And you're going to stand in front of Allah. Allah will say, my banda today, I forgive you because you have forgiven my banda. Yeah. So, if you want to start the month of Ramadan, then for aslihu, make peace between yourself. Number three, wa <clears throat> Do justice. When you're making a decision, you cannot make a decision <laughs> when you're angry, Marana. You need to calm down. The akabirin and pious servants of Allah is to remain silent. Sometime after three days, they would respond to the argument of their wife. Ya Allah. By then, your temper has subsided. Your mind, heart, soul, and, and ruh is now in a better frame of mind to think <clears throat> reason. So, Farmaya, if you really want Allah to be Rahim and Kareem upon you, wa'aqsitu, do justice. Unfortunately, Mughana, there is no justice now. Like, everything you see is injustice. Everyone is now ready to break the law. Everyone is above the law. Everyone takes the law into their own hands. Mm. There is no justice. How could that? And Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala said, when it comes to justice, just see during the time of Rasulullah, nobody whatsoever, whether it's the king, whether it's the prince, whether it's the queen, or the president, or whoever he is, Nobody is above the law. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala said, Execute justice. And that's 
the highest degree of piety. Mm, subhanallah. I'll give you an example from Rasulullah's life. There was a lady from a very respectable tribe and family. She had stolen something. It happened sometime. Mm-hmm. And the law of Sharia is that asariku was sarikatu a man that steals or a woman that steals, her hand must be chopped off from the wrist. So this lady belonged from, from a noble family. So they sent Hadrat Usama ibn Zayd, knowing that he's a closest to Rasulullah, to please go and intercede by Rasulullah, that instead of amputating the hand of the lady, that they should give her some other punishment, either make her sit on a donkey, and let her take her around the town, whatever it is, other form, instead of cutting her hair. And the Sahabi comes to Rasulullah, sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, and says, Ya Rasulullah, I'm come here to intercede, make safarish on half of the lady's name was Fatima bin something. And is it possible, Ya Rasulullah, to change the law of Allah Ta'ala and make a concession to her? Allahu Akbar, Rasulullah got so angry with that sahabi. Rasulullah went red with anger <clears throat> and said, how dare you come and talk to me about something, tilka hududullah. These are the ordinance from Allah. It will never, ever be compromised. <clears throat> you want to know further? Wallahi, if my beloved daughter, Hadrat Fatima radiallahu ta'ala anha, if she ever stole, I would have cut her and never compromised Sharia. She was most beloved to me. Can we see this in our leaders today, Bana? It's heartbreaking. People of intelligence and knowledge. But as Rasulullah said, our deeds, our behavior, our attitude, will determine our rulers. Each one has now got his team and his supporters. Inshallah, we're not going to respect no law. We're going to do what we think is right. So Allah knows best. Allah Ta'ala gives them hidayat. And Allah Ta'ala make it easy for the ummah, for the citizens of this country. But Allah Ta'ala says to Aksitu, in Islam, justice is of priority. Allahu Akbar. Do not poke fun at others. We love to do this, Mulana. If it's poor people, people who have deformities, difficulties, disabilities, we poke fun at them. Langrahe, Lurahe, Andahe, Pagalhe. Don't we say all this, Mulana? 100% Ustad. Allah Pak says, Don't poke fun at others. Because today, you're laughing at somebody, tomorrow Allah can. They say karni, we say barni. Agar na mane to marke dek. As you do, what goes around comes around, Mulana, definitely. And how beautifully Allah is saying, Allah ya You should not laugh and belittle people. Wala tal The next thing, don't spread rumors, accusations. We love to do this. We have no idea. In fact, Sharia says, when you see somebody committing a guna, try and make an excuse for him. And most probably he didn't do it because of this. Try and make an excuse. Because Allah is all-knowing. You don't become the judge. Number six, Allah said, don't call people nicknames and funny names. Huck. It happens in society. Such beautiful names in Islam. Muhammad, Ahmed, Khadija, mm. Aisha. And what nicknames we keep him. So Muhammad Mo, the common thing that we do. Is this the respect we have for Rasulullah? Astaghfirullah, astaghfirullah. For my, it comes in the kitab <clears throat> that when people are sitting and somebody in that majlis that is sitting there, his name is Muhammad. Allah Ta'ala brings khair and barakat in that majlis. 
just to respect the name of Muhammad. But no, we are calling people nicknames. If a nickname has a good meaning and the person has no objection, it's fine. But nine out of ten, the nicknames that we call people, people dislike it. They get annoyed and upset. And we keep doing that to upset them. Number seven, Allah Pak says, Don't make zibat. We got to be preparing for Ramadan. During the time of Rasulullah, two ladies were fasting. And by Lawal time, severe pain in the stomach and they puking. The message was gone to Rasulullah. This is a situation of these two ladies. Mm. excruciating pain, they have puked out. Is the Rosa valid? <coughs> what must we do? So Rasulullah sent a message. Allah Pak informed Rasulullah by Hadrat Jibra'il that these two ladies were making ghibat. Asked them to spew and puke everything out. And when they did that, lumps of flesh came out. Mm. But Allah Pak said, when you make ghibat about anybody, He's up like eating your dead blood brother's flesh. Who likes to do that? So can you imagine what a big guna is? Wala yaqsab. Hadrat Musa alayhi salam, your drought. Hadrat Musa alayhi salam takes his entire family and the ummah to go and read Salatul Istisqa and make dua for rain. Day in and day out they going. Hazrat Musa salam got in Jalal, Bari Ta'ala. What is happening? Mm. Every day we are coming out. We're crying to you, Bari Ta'ala. Why are you not sending rain? Allah Pak said, Oh Musa, you can cry till you cry tears of blood. I won't send rain. Because in your congregation, there's an individual who makes ghibat about people. Mm. And ghibat is such a big guna. Worse than zina. Until that person is amongst your congregation, I will never send rain. Hazrat Musa alayhi salam Jalal stood up and said, Bari ta'ala, tell me who that person is. I'll have him removed. Allah <laughs> said to him, O oh Musa, that is my banda. I've hidden his name and any information about him. <clears throat> I won't tell you his name. So Hazrat Musa said, no problem, Bari Ta'ala. Hazrat Musa salam go back to the congregation and say, let all of us make tawbah. Say, oh Allah, whatever gunas we made, Kabira gunas, oh Allah, whatever gunas and sins we committed, whether it's zina, whether it's ghibat, whatever, Bari Ta'ala, humari gunah ko maaf kar de. So obviously the person who's guilty of making Ghibat is going to make tawbah. And when everybody made tawbah in that congregation, Rabbul Alameen opened the skies and it started raining. That's how severe the punishment and azab of making ghibat about people. And finally, Allah said, Don't spy on people. This is such a bad thing that today with advanced technology we spy on people and some of the men and women I'm not saying all they put spy cameras in bedrooms bathrooms Mm -hmm. and photographs and videos are being made and circulated without the knowledge of people first of all it's a crime in South Africa to video somebody or to record somebody without their permission. Ask the police. We are doing spying, Mulan. We're fitting bugs into people's telephones. We're bugging the line. Astaghfirullah. We're putting listening devices in vehicles. Because you are so weak yourself that you have to depend on this. If you are straight and you are doing things correctly, why do you have to do all these things? And Allah is saying it to you. Don't spy on people. 
جاسوس ہو مت کرو اس از ناٹ ہیپننگ مولانا پیپل آر بگنگ دا آفس پیپل پرسنل بیڈ روم دا باتھ روم اینڈ دوز ویڈیوز آر بینگ میڈ اینڈ دے آر بینگ بلیک میلڈ مولانا استغفر اللہ آئی ول میک اٹ گو وائرل پے می ون ملین رین ہیپننگ So if we really want, inshallah, to prepare for the month of Ramadan, Mulana, we need to make Islam of our akhlaq. As much as our ibadat is almost perfect, but look at our akhlaq in relationship as far as hukukul ibad is concerned. How will Allah show His mercy upon us? Nabi Kareem sallallahu alayhi salatu wa salam said, Ajaban li talibi dunya wal mawtlu yatlubuhu. Don't run behind this dunya. Funny. Ajaban li talibi dunya. Look at how funny it is. This person is running behind the dunya and mouth is at his heels. Wal mawtru yatlubuhu. So may Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala grant us tawfiq. There's one hadith. It's people. It's a fabricated hadith. And many times you're going to see it now. In the month of Ramadan or Shaban, you find people circulating this hadith. And what is that hadith? It's not a hadith. It's fabricated. It's not the words of Rasulullah, the Sahaba, the Awliyad. And I've already seen one has already come. That Ramzan ki khabar sabte pehne dena. Whoever, inshallah, gives the glad tidings, and he's the first one for the month of Ramadan to give the khush khabri, Allah Ta'ala usko jahannam ki aag pe bachayenge. Allah will save him from the fire of jahannam and make the fire of jahannam haram on him. This hadith is a fabricated hadith. And Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam said, Man kazaba alayya muta'ammidan. Whoever speaks lies about me deliberately, he should make his place in jahannam. He should find his place in, in, in jahannam. So respected brothers, as I said to you in the beginning, Go and find out if this hadith is correct. Or is it, do you have the reference of this hadith? Which kitab did you take it from? Who is the author of that hadith? Mm. Who promoted that hadith? So this is very common and you are going to see it coming up soon, next month. And they'll say that this is a hadith of Rasulullah. This is Ramzan ki khabar sabse pehle dunya mein. خوشخبری سنائی اس کے لیے جہنم کی آگ حرام ہے دس از ناٹ حدیث آف رسول اللہ اٹس فیبریکیٹڈ از نو پروف آف اٹ واٹس ایور ان دا پنشمنٹ دیٹ ہو ایور اسپیک لائز اینڈ مینشن حدیث فرام می شیل پریپیئر ہم سیلف فار دا فائر آف جہنم اینڈ آئی ڈی ناٹ اسپیک اباؤٹ اٹ اینڈ دیز آر ناٹ مائی ورڈس منکذب علیہ متعمدن ہو ایور اسپیکس لائز On my behalf, and say, this is the hadith of Rasulullah. And I didn't say it. The punishment for them is the fire of Jahannam. The respected brothers, our pious servants of Allah. I don't know, you've got some questions there. Chusa, there's, there's a question that came in where the brother says that, uh, how come we prepare ourselves for Ramadan? But then immediately after Ramadan, we're back to normal. We're back to our sin. How come, Malana Salim, so what the use preparing ourselves? I'm trying to give up my drinking alcohol. But then after Ramadan, I start again drinking. I'm alcoholic. It's hard to give up. Brother Anis, Ustad. Allah, may Allah Ta'ala give this brother tawfiq. Mm. I'll give an example. During the time of Hadrat Umar radiallahu ta'ala anhu, mm-hmm. just to, to give this brother some himmat, just to give him some, some comfort that a person was walking with a bottle of liquor with a drunkard. Mm. When he saw Hadrat Umar radiallahu ta'ala walking towards him, he started shivering. He tried to duck that bottle of alcohol. Murana, you saw when people buy alcohol, what they do? Murana, they put it in a brown packet. Yes, in a brown packet to start. Anybody openly walking with, with alcohol, Murana? Chupakar le jati, hide it in the car, put it in a brown paper packet. So nobody can recognize the Daru here. Tadrumar radiallahu ta'ala 
approached and this young man is carrying a bottle of liquor and he was drinking. When he saw Hazrat Umar radiallahu ta'ala, he froze. And immediately he made a dua to Allah. Oh Allah, don't embarrass me in front of Hazrat Umar. Allah ta'ala, I'm making tawbah and I'm making sincere tawbah. Oh Allah, I will give up drinking. Oh Allah, turn this liquor into vinegar. Allahu Lazim, he made sincere tawbah to Allah. When Hazrat Umar radiallahu ta'ala stopped him and asked him, what do you have in your in the hand and the bottle? He said, vinegar. Hazrat Umar radiallahu ta'ala said, show it to me. And when he saw it, it was vinegar. Ulamai Kiram said, you see, when you make such a tawbah, when you make sincere tawbah to Allah, that's what the brother Anis need to do, is to make sincere tawbah to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. grant me istiqamat. Allah grant me that azam not to commit this guna. When temptation gets the better of you, they take Allah's name, go into the masjid, drink water, drink something else, put a punishment of, on, onto yourself, that if ever I drink, I'm going to take 100 rand and give it out. I'm going to read so much of Suparas. Put a penalty on yourself and constantly make dua and go and sit in the company of pious people. Yeah. He was a great shire in India. Yeah. He was also used to drink. And he wanted to go and meet Molana Thanvi Rahmatullah. Yeah. So one of the Akabirin said, no, I'll take you to Hadrat, I'll ask Hadrat for permission. Mm-hmm. And if Hadrat allows, then I will allow, I'll come with you. Sometime Allah gives you hidayat to sit in the company of the pious. And wallahi, when he went, he changed his life. He started wearing a beard. He made dua to Allah to stop him drinking alcohol. And Allah Ta'ala gave him tawfiq to wear a beard. And Allah Ta'ala gave him tawfiq to perform hajj. Allah Subhanahu Wa Ta'ala fulfilled all his desires. See, because he made such a tawbah. He mm. sat in the company of the pious. He made the zikrs of Allah. He made tawbah sincerely. All of us, whether I'm an alcoholic, whether I'm a womanizer, whatever it is, mm. You make sincere tawbah to Allah Ta'ala, Allah will open the doors, Allah will protect you, and those bad habits will go away. So that's what the brother needs to do. People ask the question, Rasulullah said, Allah Pak changed the shayateen in the month of Ramadan. How come then people are still making guna? The heat of the guna, when you burn charcoal, even if you put water on it, it takes a very long time for the yes, heat of Yes, 100%. Right, 100%. 100%. 11 months you were making guna and sin. In the month of Ramadan, Allah changed the shayateen. Allah Ta'ala opened the doors of Jannah. Allah beautified Jannah for us. But the effect of guna is still there. That hot charcoal, the heat is still generating from there. The effect of guna is still coming through. So it's upon the individual to make sincere tawbah to Allah. So inshallah, Aziz, that brother should join the Khanka or meet with an alim, with a sheikh, inshallah. Make his islah, make sincere tawbah, and inshallah, aziz. You see, when liquor became haram in Islam, in the beginning, Shariat had allowed it. But when Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala said, Ya ayyuhal nas, innamal khamru wal maysiru wal ansabu frichisum min amali shaytan fajtanibuhu la'allakum tuflihoon. When this ayat was revealed, the Muslims who had beers in their homes, they had drums and drums of beer and liquor. Some had it in their hands, some were drinking it. When this elan came, an announcement came from Allah Rabbul Alameen that this ayat had been revealed, they didn't think one minute, one second, that let me take one more thought, maybe it's the last one. Mm. Immediately they spat it, they threw it, and drums and drums of liquor and wine was flowing in the gullies of Medina. That's why the Kamal of the Sahaba, when they heard an instruction from Allah's Rasul, they immediately put it into practice. They never asked why it was an instruction, and this is how Rasulullah trained them. Whatever instruction Rasulullah has given, the Sahaba Ikram carried it out. 
So make dua, Mulana, that Allah Ta'ala make this Ramadan a pleasurable Ramadan for us, a barbarkat Ramadan. And there's two things that you and I need to do. Number one, Yamul Layl. Let's start getting into the habit of getting up for tahajjud. One of the greatest ni'mah that Allah can give to you, where you can make munajat to your Rabb, you can talk to your Allah in sujood, you can talk to Allah in privacy, and you Allah. can pour your heart out to Allah when everyone is sleeping. Mm. What maqam it is, what status it is, and mm. those who are tahajjud guzar, it shows on their face. Allah Ta'ala plants some beautiful signs <coughs> on their forehead, their knees and their hands. There's so much of nur on their face that Alhamdulillah you can make out. And they are mustajabud dawad when they sit and make dua to Allah, their duas are accepted. So what I'm saying, you know, our kabirin, sharful mu'min qiyamul layl, hadith of Rasulullah. Sharful mu'min, the dignity of a mu'min is qiyamul layl. Get up and insha'Allah laziz with the hajjud. Read two rakats, four rakats, eight rakats, whatever you can afford to read. Mm-hmm. But get up. Sleep and then get up. And if you feel that you can't, after Isha Namaz and your witr, then read two rakats, four rakats with the intention of the hajjud. Inshallah, Allah will give you the sawab. But inshallah, if you sleep for a while, and at least two, three o'clock in the morning, if you get up, a lot of the sisters and brothers get up at that time. Mm. It's a good time. And they talk to Allah. You are up, Murana, at the hajjud time. Subhanallah, nurun Allah, nur. Ameen. Allah, kubur parmai. Ameen. You got our listeners up. At the Hajjud time, Marana, you reading your Salah, and all our listeners are up at the Hajjud time reading Qiyamul Layl. May Allah Ta'ala give you Adri Azim for inspiring them and reminding them to talk to your, talk to your Malik, talk to your Rabb. Allah. So two things, very important. If you want the month of Ramadan to be a beautiful month for you, start from now, try to become a five-time Namazi first, and then inshallah, add to your Salah, Salah to the Hajjud, Insha'Allah al-Aziz. And number two, zikrullah. The more zikr you can make of Allah, the more you remember Allah. And the greatest form of zikr is tilawati Qur'an. And as I said to you in the beginning, and I didn't complete it, Hadrat Sheikh al-Hind, Hadrat Maulana Mahmud al-Hassan, spent many years in the jail in Malta. And when they used to read Qur'an, those, those wardens, they used to cry, and they used to tell to them, Baskuro, you are, my heart is breaking. My heart is bursting. The power of Allah's kalam. Even non-Muslims, Mulana, when they listen to the Quran, Sheikh Abdul Basid Abdul Samad, when he accompanied, I think it was President Nasser to Russia. That time they were atheists. Mm. But being the guest, President Nasser took Sheikh Abdul Samad Abdul Basid and said to the president as protocol, uh, in our country we start a function with the recitation of the Quran. So they called upon Khalilatul Sheikh, Khalil Abdul Samad Abdul Basit, to recite the Quran. And he started reading, subhanAllah. And what did the president notice? That the president of Russia at that time, tears are falling down his cheeks. Mm. So after the recitation and the function, he asked the president, what was this man reading? I didn't understand what he read, but he touched my heart. Subhanallah. This is a miracle of the Quran. You and I got it on a golden plate. We don't want to read the Quran. We don't want to listen to the Quran. We don't want to appreciate the Quran. Non-Muslims sometimes are listening to the Quran. Subhanallah. Sometimes out of respect, you know, they stop and they give due respect to the recitation of the Quran. We Azan is going, we are talking, smoking, eating, drinking, doing all our games. We don't respect the Azan. We don't respect the Qur'an. Then how will Allah's mercy and rahmat come upon us? Murana, we have to change our life. And these things that we are discussing, Murana, is for the betterment of the ummah. We're not mm. picking on anybody. We're just trying to remind the ummah yes. to change your mm. thinking and attitude. And finally, let's end it here. Jews, you know, the power of Zurud and Salaam. Hazrat Murana bin Nuri, Rahmatullahi, and great, great ulama were seated. And the discussion was taking place, you know. Should we recite Durud Sharif first? Or should we write istighfar first? Should I, should I read tasbihat of istighfar first? Or should I recite Durul Sharif first? Uh-huh. So each one was presenting their viewpoint. 
And somebody said, let's go back to what Hadrat Mawlana Rashid Ahmad Kangohi, Rahmatullah, said, you know, whatever he said will follow. So Hadrat Mawlana Gangohi, Rahmatullah, somebody asked him the same question. If I start reading, should I read Istighfar first, Astaghfirullah, Astaghfirullah, and thereafter Durus Sharif, or must I read Durus Sharif first, and then Astaghfirullah? So Hadrat gave the most beautiful, simple answer and said, in normal circumstances, when your clothing is soiled and it's napak, what do you do? First, you wash it. You clean it. <laughs> and then you apply perfume on it. Yeah. When you finish washing the clothes, Murana, even our mummies and wives, they put the stay soft inside. Yes, yes. Yeah, it makes it soft. It's got a beautiful smell. Smell, huh? Uh, first they wash it and clean it. And then they perfume it. Hmm. So Maulana, Rashid Ahmad Gangohi, Rahmatullah, he said, Pehle istifar karo. Is dil se put mail or kuche ko nikalo. Take all the filth out from your heart. By making istifar. And then perfume your heart. With Duru Sharif. Us roof ko Duru Sharif ki khushboo se muattar kar do. Purify that heart, perfume that heart. So, inshallah, start from now every day, at least a hundred times istighfar, at least three hundred times minimum Guru Sharif upon Rasulullah. So, may Allah Ta'ala give us tawfiq, Mulana. Ameen. And inshallah, we have a beautiful Ramadan, all of us, Ameen. all our listeners. Ameen. Inshallah, let's make this Ramadan a super Ramadan. Mm. Inshallah, Aziz. Let's make it a better Ramadan from all the Ramadans that we had witnessed and experienced. That most probably it will be uh, a memorable one. Mm. Two things I want to say and end it here. Somebody asked the question, Mulana, do you have to have an alim in every house? Uh-huh. What's your view and take on it, Mulana? Do you really have to have an alim in your house? Mm, I don't know, Stan. <laughs> Let's see what the listeners say, Mulana. Mm. I don't know. Let's have the listeners quickly. We've got about a minute left. Uh, um, alim, uh. alim banana zururi nahi. Hmm. Dindar banana zururi hai. Subhanallah. Subhanallah. Yeah. Essentially, being an alim and educated, and you are not pious. So, for my alim banana zururi, you don't have to. If you know the messiahs of Sharia, you know a few passages of the Quran. You can read the namaz, your sunnahs and fries. Alhamdulillah. It's a bonus if you become a hafiz. It's a bonus if you become an alim. So, kisi Allah wale ne likha tha, alim banana zururi nahi. Deendar banana zururi hai. You must have taqwa, piety and akhlaq. So many of us are alim, but Murana, we've got no akhlaq. We've got no manners. We've got no respect. Number two, remember this. We all got our metric results, am I right, Mulana? Jee, Ustad. Alhamdulillah, our dua is that Allah Ta'ala grant them great success and whatever they want to achieve. But let me just sound a warning. Aulad dunyawi umur ke muta'alik. On the day of Qiyamah, Allah is not going to ask you a single question of what you did of this world for your children. Did you give your son a car? Did you give your son a palace? Did you give your son a bank balance? Allah Ta'ala is not going to ask you a single question about the mm. dunya, what you gave to your children. But Allah is going to ask you, did you teach your child Quran? Did you teach your child Deen? Did you teach your child <clears throat> We spend millions and billions of friends on tuition. Remember, when you do Allah Ta'ala's work, Allah Ta'ala's ibadat, you do it for the pleasure of Allah Zindagi be bandagi. That life that we lead without worship of Allah, Sharmindagi, mm. will be very sorrow, sorrowful. So it's very beautiful, he said, you know, on the day of Qiyamah, Allah is not going to ask you, did you make all your sons professors? Did you make all your sons doctors? Did you make all your daughters, mashallah, nurses? And whatever field that they are in, Allah is not going to ask you a single question of what worldly education you gave them. But Allah is definitely going to ask you, did you teach your child Quran? 
Did you teach your child namaz? Did you teach your child tawheed? Did you teach your child sunnah of Rasulullah? Did you teach your child akhlaq? That you are going to definitely be answerable to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Ustaz, we have to leave the inshallah. Dindi or dunya. Yes, we need English education. We're not saying no. But make Islamic education priority. Many listeners, of course, asking for the podcast. I will be sending it out, inshallah, as soon as I get it. Ustad, request for the ones, inshallah, we will be speaking to you tomorrow. Now, nikah announcement, inshallah, Ustad. No problem. Amin, inshallah. Assalamu alaikum. Amin, inshallah. Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. Beautiful advice, beautiful words. May um, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala make each and every one of us to be prepared for the holy blessed month of Ramadan. Uh, I think it's 40 something days left for the holy blessed month of Ramadan. Let us inshallah every day, every day, what intentions, ikhlas, sincerity. Uh, correct our niyat, inshallah, that Allah Ta'ala take us into the month of Sha'ban and Ramadan. From myself and all of you all, have a beautiful night, have a beautiful evening. See you guys tomorrow morning, same time, same place on our program as Safina to Ilal Jannah. Allahumma ahdina wa ahdina wa ahdina sa jami'a. Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh.